I'm Lizanne Flynn. I'm a master healer who holds space for any earthling as they reunite body and soul. I am a bridge for relationships between all species so that the heart bond becomes stronger, deeper, and more loving. I serve in the roles of animal communicator, medium, medical intuitive, and I use the tools of shamanic journeying and soul retrieval to support all earthlings in their recovery from past trauma. I'm certified as a Reiki master teacher and as a canine massage therapist. This is the Animals I View podcast. Happy New Year, everybody. How's your 2024 treating you? Let's see here, four days into it. Anyone having a rough start? Anyone having a relatively easy start? Anyone having a mix of the two? How did your last year end and how do you think this last year went for you? What were your challenges and what were your triumphs? Did anything stay pretty much the same that you wanted to maybe feel the shift in? Did anything change that you couldn't imagine changing and now that it has, do you still want it to so badly have stayed the same? What about your body? How did your body do overall last year? Did any major health issues occur? Did any minor health issues occur? What about the health of your family, including your animal family members? Did anything change for them, either pro or con? What about your view on your life's accomplishments so far? How are those going? Are you pretty much where you thought you'd be after X years on Earth? Or are you maybe further ahead? Or maybe you think you're a little further behind? What about your worldview? Did that change any in this past year? Do you see or feel about others in our species differently or pretty much the same as last year? Do you see or feel about the animals differently than you did last year? What about plants, trees, and other flora on the planet? Do you see or feel differently about them or, say, microorganisms differently than you did last year? I don't want anyone truly (laughs) to feel overwhelmed by all of these questions. And at the same time, (laughs) I think it's so very helpful to pull these issues up as if they're written on cue cards for you, like they're written in black and white and can't harm you because they're written in black and white. So that you can do your research into your own life and keep treading water on a planet that needs your very unique energy now more than ever. Your soul is not replicated anywhere on this planet, nor is your biological form, aka your body. It's just so important that you continue to stick around for yourself, and I dare say for the rest of us, because we need you. I have a hunch that probably with even the first two questions (laughs) about how 2024 is treating you thus far and any rough or easy starts, that likely caused some angst on your part. Because in spite of what you've been taught as descendants of a very, very long line of our species about the power and prowess of our mental acumen and being set apart because of this ability to reason from other species, it's not the thought that hurts. It's how you feel about the thought that can, keyword, cause you angst. And conversely, it's thinking about the feelings, about those thoughts, that will show you your innate ability to shift the initial thought and those attached feelings, as well as processing thoughts and feelings that follow. So, It might be helpful if you can picture a spiral being drawn starting at the center point, and as it unwinds itself, so to speak, 
where you're moving outward from the center point, there's more air and there's more space between those circular lines. Because the goal isn't to abandon the thought entirely. The goal, and I use that term loosely because I also want to stay away from the idea of work as much as possible. We're so big on this whole work thing, and it's just, I don't, I don't believe in work, frankly. Hello, can I make it as easy as possible? That's my goal in life. <laughs> and so the goal, or better yet, the intention, is to observe the thoughts and the feelings and the overall pattern. Don't get attached to them. And it doesn't mean that you're not going to feel or think and come on, you wouldn't really want that, right? Life would be boring. Because if you did flip that switch, and I don't know frankly, how you could do that as a neurologically and richly wired human animal on earth to say, use only logic, a la Mr. Spock, that in itself is illogical because newsflash, your body isn't made that way. It's deliberately made to bring you all of the feels for your brain to process because another newsflash, your brain doesn't like being in charge. And as the mind is a concept outside of the body that we've created for ourselves as a species, as part of our escape pod from Earth, and yes, we have, you're left with the brain, which is good with higher math, firing synapses, etc. And even it recognizes that it's not completely in charge. Why else would the heart be on an entirely separate electrical system than the brain if the two weren't meant to work together? And come to think of it, that seems like a buy a clue from Vanna idea that on this planet, everything works with everything else regardless of any perspective or perception that you can go it alone by yourself. No other species on earth thinks or feels this way. And we think that they're dumb. Now, some of you might be saying, Lizanne, I have enough on my plate as it is, working two jobs, three kids in school, my marriage or partnership is strained as at its limits to start thinking about the animals, the plants, and the trees. The same goes for other members of my species, even those innocents who are being murdered by differing political systems of belief halfway across the planet. What do they have to do with me keeping my life together so that I can be a halfway decent coworker, parent, partner, and even sometimes friend? Because at the end of the day, I don't even have the time or energy for those who I like, aka my friends. And I would counter, as would every other animal being, with this statement, quote, How you do your life is entirely dependent upon how much grace and compassion you extend to others. Even at a distance, because everything works better with energy as it was intended to be used, as a tool to hold space. And I think as humans, we get so caught up in the doing aspect of our lives, witness the former statement regarding two jobs, etc., and not enough time at all on the being aspect of our lives. And just how very little energy it takes to think of others and set pure intention to simply hold space and extend compassion for where they are. I'm not talking about navel-gazing, per se, and I'm not talking about spending 25-plus minutes in meditation every day. Then again, if that gets it done for you, then great. Fabulous for you. Given the above scenario and speaking in equitable terms, I think a fair number of humans would be happy to get five minutes of peace for themselves every day. And this is exactly what the animals encourage you to do every single day as it's available to you. 
take five minutes. And when I say take five minutes, that may end up being what you do, taking away five minutes from what you perceive as your responsibilities and tasks and duties and give it back to yourself. Because, as attributed to the Buddha, quote, you yourself, as much as anybody in the entire universe, deserve your love and affection. It's impossible to draw water from an empty well, and as counterintuitive as you've been taught, especially women in our patriarchy, you must give back to yourself first. And is it just me, or does anyone else see the give and take, the yin and yang, the contrast and light of the sentiment that so closely follows the exact design of this planet? We think that if we think less about ourselves, we'll have more to give to others. And I hear the animals talking in a rather forceful chorus, quote, You are first and foremost an individual light for whom you and you alone are responsible for nurturing. You cannot forget yourself in the grand scheme of things because you are, after all, an integral part of it. Does that mean when things go bad, you're bad? No. Does that mean when things go good, you're good? No. The whole of it doesn't really matter as it ebbs and flows. What does matter most is your response to its direction. Your response to the direction of the earth, all her beings, our partnership and balance with each other, that's what matters most. And how you respond to any shifts in direction sets the direction in which you want to go. So, that's a bit to unpack, and let's take a stab at it for the sake of 2024, shall we? Cycle back to those questions about how your 2024 was starting out and how your 2023 ended. I am not a big fan of regressing anyone or anything, and I do think that review and revisit is perfectly okay. So start with your health. How was your 2023? Were there shifts that you noticed? Did you gain weight, lose weight? start to work out more, decrease the amount of time you exercised. Notice how as you take stock of your body and its journey with you, a beloved partner, you can be aware of the peaks and valleys of thought that are revealed by emotion. Oh yeah, I gained weight and yet I decreased the amount of time I exercised. It could very well be the opposite. And the thing is, this isn't a comparison. This is meant to reveal that you get to choose where you go as far as maintaining your body is concerned, as well as anything else in your life. It's a choice. It ends and begins with you because as a being on this planet, you begin and end by yourself. This little old you. For me, and in offering myself on the altar of full transparency, I can say, yes, I did gain weight. And yes, I did decrease the amount of time I exercised. From there, I can get to extending grace to myself on my journey thus far with MS and the possibility that the meds I'm on contributed to that. It's not a pass or a blame or a defense or a judgment. It's just information for me to sit with neutrally and with clarity. The decrease in exercise, definitely yes, because the rebound effect of that good exercise was not as beneficial the next day, meaning I could feel that my body was being more negatively impacted via immune system response than it was gaining benefits in strength training. I could tell because my movements the next day were more painful after the exercise rather than feeling better than they were, say, six months earlier. 
So this needed to shift for me. Why would I continue to ignore my body's needs? I could keep hanging my head against that brick wall, and all I'd end up with was a bloody forehead and a headache. So rather than stay with a yes or stay with a no as it, well, that worked or that didn't work, it's all about flowing with that energy on a continuum so that you don't stay with any one thought or emotion too long, and especially when they don't feel good. The animals are yelling again, and in truth they were before, I just wanted to make it sound better. (laughs) Quote, it's why you were given a superb feedback system with your body. It tells you when to not touch the hot stove, and still, you touch the hot stove. Tell us again how you're smarter than we are. They're right, you know. It's not rocket science, far from it. It is, however, a discipline that you can move into one step at a time. Five minutes. Yeah, it's a practice. Yeah, it's not all fun and games. And what do you have to lose anyway? Discomfort, pain, Lack of self-esteem, what do you have to gain? Grace, compassion, and love. Always starting with yourself first. From there, pick a ripple of energy on the planet that, once you're feeling more steady in yourself, could use an intention, an offering of compassion, a holding of space for their journey. That's all the animals ask of each other, and it's time that we start to do that too. At least, that's how the animals see it. Thanks for listening today. Leave a review and be sure to subscribe to this podcast. I offer all new clients a free 15-minute consultation. To schedule, go online to lazanflynn.com. Come and find me on social media, Facebook, X Twitterverse, Instagram, and LinkedIn. I encourage you to sign up for my quarterly newsletter on my website, where I also post notices for upcoming events, the starting date of courses in the Animals Eye View Academy, and online psychic fairs. The episodes of this podcast are available on my YouTube channel, complete with subtitles. You'll find that in my podcast footer and be sure to subscribe. This has been the Animal's Eye View podcast. We'll see you next time.